When you have an older brother, there comes a time when you kind of take him for granted. Even going fishing with him can get to be pretty routine. But when you stand a chance of losing him, you suddenly realize how much he means to you. And that's our story tonight on... Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gaspin and John Richardson as the co-host. Hey, hey, boys and girls and everything in between. It's me, Louise. And my co-host... It's me, John. Gee golly, everyone. And you're everyone. listening to... Louise it to Beaver. Gee golly. <laughs> How you been? Uh, I've been, well, I wasn't good at all. And then now I'm good. I was, I had, I was sick with something and it was bad. Uh, I hear that. Yeah. So I am certainly glad to be past that and I'm feeling really good. I just ate a delicious burrito. Ooh. Half of one. I shared it with my wife. Nice. Yeah. Um, so sharing is caring. Yeah, and it was like a barbecue burrito, so it was uh, like mac and cheese with uh, barbecue soy curls and beans, and oh it was like my God. all vegan for all you people out there who don't know my deal. But man, oh man, was it so good! It's it the best non-Mexican burrito that I know of. Hey, did I eat this burrito out of a pod once when I was visiting? Oh, did or you have that? Different- Homegrown I feel smoker? Like I did. Yes. Oh, then yeah. It's so good. So good. It's so good. Um but we're not here to talk about burritos. No. No. I mean it's yet. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Who knows? I Never can't seen imagine the show. I can't imagine that a burrito would end up in Mayfield <laughs> in nineteen fifty eight ish. Oh man. But yeah. if it did. But if it did. But if it did. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I um, forgot to write down when this uh, episode aired. And I'm looking, I'm using my wife's computer and I'm looking for any type of um, web browser. And I'm, I couldn't find anything. I'm like, <laughs> what does she even do? What did she do on this thing? Um, she doesn't use her laptop for the internet. I, I'm so confused. And also, I'm like, the operating system is like, super old i'm like man what was she doing with this thing anyway that's neither here nor there um leave it to beaver that's right i find all of my information on the internet everybody um so this episode is wally's girl trouble Mm -hmm. um this was another episode folks listening where Louise and I texted each other a few days ago after we had both watched the episode and agreed that we could not say what we were thinking of saying to each other because we needed to talk about it on here because we have got... Save it for the pod. We have got some thoughts about this episode. So this one aired on December 6th, 1957. Um and uh, I, I mean, it's only appropriate that we do TV Guide versus John and Louise. Am I right? Uh, you are right. Do we have a TV Guide entry from this one? TV Guide goes like this. Wally flips for a girl in his dancing class. <laughs> I mean, they're getting shorter and shorter. This person's like paid by the word. 
in the opposite direction. So it's like the less words, the more money. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, mine is also short. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine is Wally gets a girlfriend, but this misfires. I'm oh, sorry, not misfires, but this interferes with his relationship with Beaver. My handwriting was so bad when I was writing that one. Um, I mean, all right, all right. Cuts right down. Yours to is it. much more uh, colorful, but also concise. Okay, yeah. What What do you have? I have a girl comes between the brothers. June is basically the best mom ever. The Beave is a swell little fellow. Things get awkward. And Herbie gets added to the list of past pets. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's talk about past pets for a second. Let's We've got do. the turtle that would, that he was bringing dirt home for in the first, second episode. I feel I feel like it was the first episode. The first aired it was, episode. I, yeah, it was Beaver Gets Spelled. Yeah. So, okay, the the turtle, there's Captain Jack, the Captain alligator, Jack. Al- Captain Jack then, the dog. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, the fish the that fish nobody feeds. That nobody feeds. Don't mm-hmm. forget to tell Dan to bring home food for the fish. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, and then now we have Herbie the toad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, are we missing any? I think. I mean, that's, that's a lot for this being the tenth episode of. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like we're not seasons into this. However, I and this without giving it too much away, at least this time we have an answer for why we will never see this animal again. Yes, I. Oh, you know another pet though, not a cleaver pet, Alfred, the dog that protects the school. Oh right, yeah. Well, but that's we may less or of may not pet. see him again. That's less of a pet and more of an employee of the uh, Mayfield School District. Um, <laughs> just want to say hey, by the way, to our buds out in the uh, Leave It to Beaver fan club Facebook page. Um, hey, and, hey, friends. And I do want to say I said the name was Lacey something. It's Lacey Lynn. She's one of the moderators of the page. She's one of the Facebook lives. And... Uh, we exchanged some kind words to one another about uh, what we've got going on over here and what she's got going on over there. Um, so just a, a howdy-do to, to all of our friends there. And uh, one thing that I love about that group is that people there, you know, sometimes the, the messages are fairly benign and, you know, they're just kind of like, hey, what a great episode that aired today on MeTV or th- something like that. But sometimes things get really interesting, like when uh, there was someone pointed out an exterior shot of downtown Mayfield, like an establishing shot. Did you see this? No. No. And uh, somebody said, does anybody know what this town is? And they figured out that it was Skokie, Illinois. No, Skokie. Yeah. So, it you know, we... Everybody loves guessing where Mayfield is, even though it is well established that it is any town USA. It's so there's nothing more fun though. Like a big fun part of watching the show is trying to figure out, but really, where is it? Like, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and Louise and I both think that they are trying to throw us off the scent by, you know, 
giving us weird clues and then giving like us like wacky on, opposite like, clues. bedroom walls or oh yeah like super weird stuff um street signs accents <laughs> yeah right so there were some people from the electric company or the water company oh, or where something were those guys and they from? were definitely from like brooklyn or boston like it just know. you never know it, yeah it was uh it's always so much fun but then this is like look if it's going to be anywhere, according to this exterior establishing shot, it is Skokie, Illinois, or in like a parallel universe where it's called Mayfield. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Too yeah. cool. Right? See, that's, that's... Well, because you could definitely buy a bus ticket to Chicago. Right. For $12 or whatever it was. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but this episode... But we're talking about Wally's Girl Trouble. Uh, it's probably been a long time. Season since- one, yeah. episode 10. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, any any thoughts? Anything you want to tee up? Well, as our listeners of previous episodes know, I am into June's looks. Yeah. And... There, I'm excited about what this episode shows. Um, hmm, what else would I want to tee up? No, I think, I think I would, I would like to just go chronological through. All right, all I'm gonna I'll say go is, through. all I'm gonna say is, there were certain, there were certain things in this episode that got me pretty miffed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little miffed. I'm excited. Yeah. So. The uh, we the first season every episode starts off with a little introduction with um, Hugh Beaumont a teaser a little teaser which as we have learned maybe doesn't even accurately explain anything that you're about to see such as uh, such was the case in episode nine um, the the clubhouse but uh, this one I think was fine um i love looking at what the the imagery is that uh is matching what's being said so in this one it's you know the brothers being brothers playing chinese checkers that was from one of the first few episodes Mm -hmm. but then we've got uh shots from this episode we have the boys i wouldn't even say fishing they're more like playing with fishing poles it's kind of like holding them Although I will say, spoiler alert, they do catch some. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're fishing. Oh, just in the shot that they show, they just don't okay, look okay. like they're really fishing. They just look like they're okay. bored and holding fishing poles. And then the third shot is Wally dancing with a stone cold hottie and Beaver watching on with envy. Yeah. Um, so we start off. It's a beautiful, sunny Mayfield day. And we're at the Cleaver residence. At the Cleaver Many residence. Many of the episodes begin with what I like to call a useless scene. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the adults. Yeah. Um, where they sort of awkwardly tee up the episode, but it's just not necessary at all. We could have just right. jumped right in. So we're in the... Uh, Cleaver residence 
June and Ward are making some corny small talk. And June's first look. June's first look. Is a repeat from not one, oh. but two oh. previous episodes. And there's only been ten. Ah. I know. June <laughs> is wearing a dark colored poppy diamond dot pattern belted button-up shirt dress, arm candy, earrings, and pearls from episode 8, look 1, and episode 6, look 2. I love this. Do you have, like, a Trello board going with June's looks? Uh, You know I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, To to get a glimpse at that Trello board, boy, oh, boy. Um, So... I'm kind of wondering, I would love to know, well, first of all, I'd love to watch, see a recording, even though I you couldn't do this at the time, a recording of this show with the commercials that aired with it, which, oh. be, I, I mean, I don't know what the state of commercials really were at the time. There might have just been like one or two, but um, and I know that they also... Well, I guess it was probably before this that they were really doing, you know, commercials within the show where they kind of like step aside and be like, use Tide. But um, I'd love to know if like this was somehow sponsored by like Monsanto or something, because the very first thing that they're doing is June is watering plants and um, and Ward is like, oh, those plants are dead or whatever he's like there's no oh he makes some comment like those plants are eating better than we are yeah right and she uh, explains that she's giving them plant food which is all kinds of chemical goodies which in 2018 if you were giving your plants chemicals oh man you would get kicked off of Instagram that and Pinterest and horticulture horticulturist club. Oh well, to say the least. Um, but yeah, uh, she's she's feeding them chemicals and she's dang proud of it. And from what I remember, she even like says how expensive it is. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Ward is polishing a putter. Um, I hope that my peas aren't popping. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, this is the the point in the episode where June and Ward are doing things that are completely unrelated and then casually bring up the kids mm. because that's what the show is really about. And mm-hmm. uh, Ward mentions how uh, he's like, oh, aren't the boys going to dancing school this week? And June is just like talking about like how they're going to try to get out of it. And then they just like reminisce about the times that they – that the boys tried to get out of going to dancing school. and um, Yeah, she says one time he, like, put his suit on the mop and said, like... Or he hid his like, suit in the mop closet or Something suit like pants. that. Or, yeah. or, like, and then tried to convince them that they'd left it at the dry cleaner. Yeah. And then he, Ward was like, well, you're just going to have to go in your underwear. Yeah. Something. Something like that. Oh, so, that was crazy. Cleaver boys. Well, crazy is right. They come barreling down the stairs in their suits, eager to go to dancing school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so June and Ward look shocked as always, but then we go outside and uh, 
turns out Beaver and Wally do have a plan to get out of going to dancing school. Beaver's going to fake a sprained ankle, and then Wally's going to have to take him early, and then they're going to go fishing. I like it. And then, after they have this little tete-a-tete, Wally, dreamboat that he is, hops the picket fence. Oh, man, how cool was that? It's so cool. And the bee, like, scurries after him, like, wait wait for me, and, like, has to open the (laughs) gate and close it again and then hurry down the street for him. Little scamp. But, like, man, little scamp. And also, Wally, just, like, yoink, nothing, just (laughs) hopped right over. Also, his hair looked dope. It did. His hair looked so good. Just saying. Truly. Just saying. Um, yeah, my notes are Wally's hair looks dope. Wally hops over fence. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then we go to uh, dancing school and um, we. The Beef and Larry. Yes, Larry, are... who's just like hanging there, eating an apple. Yep, in the plants. Oh my God. Larry... They're like, well, wallflowers and yeah i like larry a lot that kid cracks me up just saying he's like an old man in a kid body pretty much yeah Yeah. um yeah he is the barney rubble to the beavers other barney rubble (laughs) (laughs) yes So, so um so wally uh ends up dancing with Beverly Jameson played Penny. By- oh, Penny. Why do I have Penny? Because later the Beeve, when he You're is right. making remarks about her face, says that girl Benny with a B, <laughs> and Wally's like, her name is Penny. You're right. It. You are absolutely right. I don't know why I wrote down Beverly. I don't know if it's because uh, Larry is the one that says. That's Penny Jameson. She's new. I must have just misheard it when he said it, but it's definitely Penny. Man, take that back. Uh, I also wrote down Emma Watson vibes. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so she's played by Cindy Carroll, who per- who was in uh, Gidget Goes to Rome. She was Gidget. Very nice. Yeah. 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 Wally's like making googly eyes. They're making googly eyes at each other. And oh, she, yeah. um, she wants it comments. Bad. Yeah, and she comments at Wally like uh, that he dances just like a college boy, and have you he, have uh, you danced with many college boys? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh sure, in New York, right? So Mayfield is not New York. I know. We also have a not New York clue from when the Beaver was trying to sell advertising to the guy, the ice cream guy, and he was like, we get yep. our advertising in from people in New York, so. Mm-hmm. Just saying, not New York. Um, so then, uh, we Larry- also find out hmm? that Larry is the happy accident baby of his parents because his older brother is old enough to get married. Right? Yeah, Larry is very like, very much likely not an intended human. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he says. My big brother, my big brother, started looking at girls like that, and the next thing I knew, he got married. Yeah, um, and then Beaver goes, "He got married to a girl," and he goes, "Sure, that's all there is." And then I wrote, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nineteen fifty-seven. Well, and I wrote, 
maybe the beef is into dudes. Because then later in the scene, we'll go through other stuff that happens before that, but he says, um, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. There's right. just another clue later. Well, so I don't know if it's as much as he's into dudes as he's just very much not into girls. Hmm. All yeah. right. Uh, and then, uh, hilariously, Beaver and Larry dance together because they have to dance. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty cute. Uh, Larry puts the apple in his pocket. <laughs> cute, cute. That joke comes back around, and I liked it both times. So good. I really um, like that one. So then Penny is dancing with Wally, and she makes this comment about how she's just noticing his eyes. And the way she talks, the placement of her voice and the... Like it's not a drawl, but the cadence mm-hmm. very, very much reminds me of you can call me flower if you wanna from like <laughs> Bambi, I right. think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. That's so um, funny. Um But she like talks a little higher and like slows down certain words and um yeah, so she says that Wally's eyes remind her of Tab Hunter. And when Wally clarifies, he's like Tab Hunter, the movie star. And when he says it, his voice cracks. Yeah, I noticed that. And I'm like, adorable teenager. <laughs> yeah, I was I was really enjoying the two of them, like, getting all goo-goo for each other. But, mm-hmm. like, I was impressed by Wally's ability to, like, you know, not be a complete jibber-jabber. Yes. Yeah. Um, because and it, then the music stops. Yeah. And he keeps Why, he's still dancing, dancing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love it. So uh, then we go back to the Cleaver's house and we're in the kitchen. No, wait. Oh, the beef more? comes over. Yeah, the oh, beef comes over. Sorry, sorry, and he's sorry, super right. delighted and he's like, I sprained my ankle. And yeah. Wally's like, the deal's off. And then the, um, the beef... He yeah. has such a funny and voice. The, I love Wally's yeah, voice. It's so weird. The deal's off. <laughs> and then I, the Beave says that as long as he's stuck at dancing school, he's going to find another boy to dance yeah. with. <laughs> and then Larry gets asked to dance by a girl. Joke the second time, Apple back in the pocket. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um then we go back to then um, we're back at the then house. we're back at the house we're in the kitchen uh where june is was ward there i don't remember ward is still polishing golf clubs that guy ugh. <laughs> always polishing them mm-hmm. so uh beaver and wally walk in and wally's in love he's oh yeah just the like, beef comes in and he's all super mopey yeah hi mom yeah, and Wally's just like in He's a, like humming. He's, he's like la di dying. Yeah. I know. That guy. And then and then she says, How was dancing school? And he says, Great. And he does this pick and roll move, like a basketball, mm-hmm. like pick and roll, and opens the door with his head. It's awesome. Yeah. I I really thought at this point that I was going to love this episode. But things take a turn. <laughs> okay so um 
And then Ward is saying like, oh, I guess I really got through to the boys. I must have taught them a lesson that got them to, you know, love to go to dancing school. It's like, man, just be quiet for once. Smug. And June says like, yeah, I never heard of a lesson on responsibility making somebody smile like that. Yeah. I I do love how she just like always puts him in check. And she's like, Ward, you're done. That's it. No more. Um, No more. And then, uh, yep. And then we go up to the bedroom and Beaver is petting his toad, Herbie. Herbie. And I wrote, new pet alert. Frog, turtle, dog. (laughs) I'm like listing all the animals (laughs) over there. Um, And Wally is like styling his hair. It's just like, it's exactly the uh, dynamic that you want to see between Beaver and Wally. Beaver being just like a scrappy little, you know, muddy kid with a pet Mm -hmm. toad. And then Wally being all suave and cool, trying to impress some girl. Yeah. and then Beaver's just like being a little jerky kid, telling yeah. tells Wally, it's like she said you got a face like a flounder, and then it's like this fish face. Yeah, no, she doesn't say that about Wally. The Beaver says it about Penny. Oh, that was my first like red alert for this episode. I was like, look, Beaver, you don't have to like girls, but like, don't name call. I why am I mishearing everything in this episode? I was watching here. Here's a little uh, inside information. I watched this episode and took my notes while I was waiting for my car to get maintenance done at the like Toyota dealership. <laughs> okay. Um, so maybe I just wasn't fully uh, focusing on the words being spoken. Um, and he's like, she does not have a face like a flounder. She's the prettiest girl in dancing school. And maybe she was. Maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Cut to pring pring. Phone call. On the old Ward, telephone. Ward picks up the phone. He's got his golf club in his hand. Uh, and it's Penny. Wally barrels downstairs when he finds out that it's her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at first he's like, tell him I'll call him back. And he's like, it's not a him. It's Penny jameson or it's a girl mm-hmm. or something like that they just like barrels down the stairs uh and just one of my favorite moments of this um episode one of my favorite wally moments mm-hmm. is when he suave leans on the banister oh yeah with the phone receiver covered with like his chest and his shoulder and like the the clunkety clunk part of the old yeah. time phone like on his hip and he's like uh hey dad yeah. Would you mind closing the door on your way out? Yeah. <laughs> we definitely have to get a screen grab of that. Um, by the way, images of what we're talking about will be available on louisatobeaver.com. Uh, you can check them out there so you can follow along. And also archive.org. Search for Leave It to Beaver and you can find all the episodes to watch for free. Check it out. Um, so, yeah, he kicks Ward out ever so eloquently. And then when he's talking to Penny, I think there's a moment when he says, uh, who, me? Because my notes say, who, me, voice crack, yes, adorable. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that must be after she asks him 
to pick up a book for her at the library. Oh, if he's busy. You know what oh. else I noticed? And this might be like just because I'm a future girl. She is wearing a wedding ring. Oh, she my God. holding the I, phone with her left hand and has a band on. I noticed that later on. Um, when she's in the black outfit. I noticed it when during the little montage that comes up later. I wrote, mm-hmm. ring on left hand ring finger. She's married. <laughs> <laughs> to a college boy in New York. Yeah, right? Or to that actor, Ted Danson or whatever it was. Tad Hunter. <laughs> Tad Hunter. There we go. Um, yeah. So uh, Penny asks him to go to the library and get a book for her because she has piano lessons I want to say yeah she has a music lesson and she needs to do a book report and I'm like a likely story because then she says like you can bring the book by my house if you want yeah this is where I'm like oh my god it's the first Netflix and chill yeah oh my god (laughs) uh it's not uh it's not Netflix and chill it's what is it um Rebecca of Rebecca Sunnybrook Sunny Farm <laughs> and chill. <laughs> and then the way they say bye. Bye. Yeah. So my note says bye. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is the first time where I was just like, what's going on with this girl? I don't know if I'm well, like. Super forward too. She called him. I, well, that I found very impressive. I was like, huh, interesting. That's uh, very progressive. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like she's just taking advantage of him already. And it's kind of like. I wrote that down, too. Yeah. I said, stop taking advantage. Every time you call him, it's because you need something. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's not necessarily true. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, okay. So. Then we find out that um, he shouldn't go because he promised the beaver that he'd take him fishing. And mm-hmm. Beaver's pretty uh, pissed off about that. And then June is making him feel bad because he promised to take Beaver fishing. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, part of me was like, yeah, but the beaver's got to like be at least a little flexible here. I don't know. It's just like, it's Saturday. There's still a whole other day of the weekend. You know, yeah. maybe it's just like, a, you know what? Today's kind of a bust. We had dancing school and all that kind of stuff. Maybe today we'll just like do our own things. And then tomorrow we'll have like our own time. Right. But then I think back on the brotherly love episode uh-huh. and how they made a pact that they had to do things together. Right. And so I when when June is guilt tripping him and he said, but you promised Like, are you going to take your brother with you? And she's like, but you promised. Leads me to believe that in other alternate universes, he's hanging out with um, Eddie Haskell and Tui. And she's like, you know, bring your little brother. And he's like, not this time. And so it leads me to believe that this weekend was a Beave weekend. Possibly. I don't know. They never say. They never say. So we'll never know. Um, Yeah. So he, so Wally takes Beaver with him to the library. And mm-hmm. the idea is that they're going to go fishing after. And Wally has to do chores. Oh, he has to do chores too? Yeah. 
He has to oh, do the, la- the, the yard lawn. work before they can go fishing. Right. Man, what a packed day. I know. Jeez. It's like dancing school must have been at like 9 a.m. Oh, uh, if even that late. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, 5.30 a.m., get to dancing school. <laughs> All right, so uh, then we're at the library, and we have another moment where Wally sees a bunch of boys and says, Hi, men. Oh, my gosh, my notes said, Hi, men. I hope this becomes a thing. I like, Hi, men. <laughs> but except for, like, those are... He, there's just a table of boys that we've never seen before that I guess we Although just... what's funny is that like uh, Wally and his friends dress in like plaid or gingham shirts right. with jeans and belts. And these kids looked like T-birds. They were wearing right. like white T-shirts. They had gelled hair. They had leather jackets. Well, yeah. I mean, Wally is a soch and uh, they're the greasers. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, in, they're in this like eighth grade world where like, you know, they're okay with each other. They've grown up together. They're starting to like find their own, their own things (laughs) split apart from each other. Although none of them had hair as dope as Wally, just saying. Um, dreamboat. So then the very well coiffed librarian comes up. Mm hmm. Man. And she's like, uh, what book did you need? And Wally does this cute mumble. Yeah. Rebecca Sun book for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and then the bee like she's she says something like, I know this is a library, young man, but yeah. speak up. And the beaver just like screams it out. Um my caption for this one was Rebecca of Sunnybrook embarrassment. <laughs> Um, do you know this book? I feel like I could have checked this out, but I was much more a Ramona Quimby kind of girl. Well, Ramona. So listeners, I live in Portland, which is the birthplace of Beverly Cleary. And my neighborhood is where she lived. And so, oh my God, when I go, can we take a Beverly Cleary field trip? We absolutely can. Um, Do you know the name of the street that Ramona Quimby lived on? Oh my God, please say it's like a street that is actually there. What? Oh, it's Clickitat Street. Ah! And it's two blocks away from where I live. Oh my God, I love it. Don't find me and kill me, people listening. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so like this, the one of the schools around here is like the Beverly Cleary School. It's a uh, middle school. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thing. So yeah, I feel like I should have checked out Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, but every time I got to the library, I was like, hmm, double fudge one more time. <laughs> or, or like. Fudge was the or, best. like. Oh, my God. I loved those books. Uh, um, or Amelia Bedelia. Uh, did you ever read those? Did I ever? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Amelia, Amelia, Bedelia, blah, blah, blah. Amelia Bedelia was like drugs to me as a kid. Oh, my God. She like played baseball and everything. She was amazing and also a mess and said funny things. <laughs> so... Um, now we're outside. I think we're just outside of the library. Yeah. yeah. And while he's trying to lose the bees. He's being such a jerk. And 
the beaver, like Wally just kind of goes off and the beaver is just like talking about how he has friends too and then pulls Herbie out of his jacket. Mm-hmm. That's poor Beav. Poor Herbie. You must have been really unhappy inside of that jacket. That's one issue that I have with episodes like this where we learn about Beaver and his pets is just like how little he considers what the the pet needs or wants. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just objects to him. Yeah, know. they do store the gator that came by mail. Right. That gator didn't stand a chance. That gator didn't stand a chance, but it's like they did best with they did they did as best as they could with what they had with the gator. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, But they shouldn't have had it in the first place. So um, now we're back at the outside of the house, and Ward walks out with his golf clubs. Yeah, the beef's kind of like hiding on the porch. Right, 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 and. and he's like hiding on the porch because I feel like he doesn't want to get Wally in trouble for ditching right. him. Because Ward says like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm waiting for Wally to come home. Uh, yeah, something like that. But then as so soon as... So we can as, go fishing. But as soon as Ward leaves, not like even leaves leaves, but like as he's pulling out of the driveway, <laughs> Beaver basically runs into the garage and pulls out the lawnmower and mm. starts mowing. I was going to say, I didn't write down these lines, but there, this happened once before where there was like a word repetition and he's like, uh, I'm waiting for Wally, dad, because we're going to go fishing, dad. Don't you worry, dad. Oh, yeah, he keeps on calling and him dad. Yeah. Yeah, there's this like triple repetition. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, classic comedy. So one of the things that I'm that I wrote down it's like, why does Beaver get punished if Wally doesn't mow the lawn? I think that there must have been something that came up that was like, oh, if Wally doesn't mow the lawn, you two are going to be in big trouble or something like that. No, it's that if Wally doesn't do the chores, then he doesn't get to go out fishing. Right, which is kind of like he's being punished because he's not getting to be able to do the things he wants to do. Wally doesn't want to take him fishing. They should uh. make... I'm thinking like they should make wally take him fishing i don't know regardless of the lawn work yeah because it's not like yeah. wally necessarily wants to do it he just wants to spend time with this girl so now we have this montage oh, if you just heard that that was my dog he barks when people are in the hallway because there's not supposed to be people in the hallway no oh, so. i didn't i'm sorry if that was him. loud oh all right never mind never mind moving on <laughs> Uh, oh, so this is one of my favorite parts of the episode, too, because the there's montage? a couple of quick scenes. Yes, yeah. with underscoring. And whenever it's Wally, it's like slow and languid uh-huh. and like strings. And whenever I guess it's strings when it's the beef, too, but it's like a little More bit plucky like, and chipper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the very first one is Wally watching Penny read like a big old creep. Um, and this is where Doesn't I noticed he, like the, have the a ring. piece of grass hanging out of his. Uh, did like, he? I didn't notice like a, that. Like a farmer or something. I did not notice that. But yeah, he, she's just like reading and he's just like sitting there staring at her. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, these are all just silent minus the music. Uh, June brings the beef some water like out on a tray. Yeah, as he's mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm, and with her sling back heels. Oh, yeah. We're still on the same look, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just two days, I think, this episode. But that hasn't stopped her from having a, ward- a wardrobe change. 
Um, But I also love how she brings him the water and like the fancy water jug, but Mm -hmm. then like the glass for him. It's very just like that never would have happened if I was like doing chores at my house. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Mare would have been like, turn on the hose, drink out of that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what these kids normally would do. But for some reason, June is just like, Here's the fanciest china serve serving ware for uh, my my delicate little boy. Um, well, and then, she's, she understands that it's not the beeves chores and that oh, like, no. he wants to go fishing so badly that he's going to do the extra work just so that when Wally does come home, then he doesn't have to wait anymore. Then he can just go and like she appreciates him. I'll say that with very few exceptions, June is just the best person on the show. Like, as a person. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of that would make her not so the best is when she's saying that she would never trust an Arab again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget which Maybe episode Maybe, like, that just was. An, an That was Arab brotherly poet. love. Yeah, that, that was, was brotherly, brotherly love. love. Um, so so now then, we, um... Yeah, then Wally, Wally and, and Penny share a milkshake. Yeah, mm-hmm. A classic um, and, move. Mm-hmm. And then um, chores, teamwork, and June's second look, and the first time in pants. Really? Yes. Season one, episode 10, look two. June is wearing a sun hat, a white button up shirt, rolled cuff jeans. And lace-up espadrille sandals, pearls. I also love how Beaver's like mowing the lawn and she's just kind of like splayed down with a pair of scissors cutting blades of grass like one by one. <laughs> <laughs> she's like doing the the, the sidewalk. The, the ed- she's edging. The edging, yeah. yes! Uh, it's, it's just so dainty what she's doing. It's so great. Um, oh, man. And then, but I saw those pants and like flipped out. I didn't even notice it. Oh my goodness! Uh, amazing though. Good call. Mm-hmm. Good eye. Good eye. Um, so now we are at dinner, and let me tell yeah. you, Louise, this is where I've got a problem. Okay. Do you know what my problem is? I mean, I'm hoping it's Ward. It has to do with Ward. Hmm. Do you notice? Just that he's given, she's given the Beeve such a hard time and the Beeve's like practically fallen asleep because he's so tired. And Do you notice what is in front of Ward at the dinner table? No. What? A little bellhop bell. Stop it. Yeah. I did not even see it. Yeah. Go back and check it out. Oh, my God. But I'm also going to say it's June's third look. Oh, yeah. June's third look. <laughs> at dinner. It's a three-quarter length sleeve sweater with a white piping on the collar, tartan plaid belted skirt, earrings, and pearls. Very nice. <laughs> she had to change for dinner. Wow. A belt. Like a. Yeah. Ding. A summons. Yes. Get out of here and do not ask for milk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh here is uh, so ward 
tells us that he only played nine holes again. Does this, does this man ever complete a full round of golf? I don't think so. He, yeah. He only- I want to see the alternate universe where the episode starts with Ward on the golf course. Because in my mind, he's playing golf with Fred Rutherford and just like taking it from all sides. Like Fred's probably like, you're such a bad golfer or whatever right. you razz golfers or like, with. Or like hitting the back of his knee while he's like swinging the golf club or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or coming up around him and like tapping his shoulder and making him turn around or whatever. So, so far, the only adult adult men that we have seen, like aside from like auxiliary firefighters and stuff like that, uh, Fred Rutherford, Chester's dad. Um, there's really nobody else that we have the seen. The new neighbors. The new neighbors, right, who, let's face it, they probably moved out of town. The house is just vacant. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the people that Ward could be playing golf with right now, the options are pretty limited uh, yeah. to our knowledge. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea that he's just like, yeah, Getting his like ass handed to him by Fred Rutherford yeah. every single time, and he can't finish the game because his emotional state like just yeah. won't allow it. He has to go home, tail between his legs. Yeah, and then he takes it out on his family. Ugh. Just saying. So Beaver is like super tired, and mm-hmm. uh, while he gets a phone call, I'm probably skipping some stuff. Yeah, you you are skipping him. Ward's giving him a hard time for being so tired. And he's like, you know, uh, well, you know, Wally should be the tired one because that lawn looks amazing or something. Oh, yeah. And uh, the bee's like, yeah, he's the best lawnmower in the whole world. (laughs) And Wally feels bad about it. And um, the phone rings. Yeah. And then I put in my notes, phone rings. And Wally's allowed to get it during dinner. That was very surprising to me, too. So surprised. I thought for sure at the Cleaver residence, it would have been like, he's at dinner right now. Can I have him call you back? Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was not okay with any of this business. No. And then uh, when June comes back from saying who the phone was, she and the Beave share this really, really sweet look where the camera shots are close up on their faces. Yeah. And they like have this look and then they both do this sort of tiny corner smile. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just like a shared understanding yeah. of, oh, I just thought, how sweet are they? They're so sweet. God. So sweet. Um, You know who's not sweet? Penny Jameson. She's the worst. That girl is poison. Uh, oh, my God. You know what's really funny? What's that? You just said that girl is poison, and my mind immediately went, that girl is poison. Yeah, that's why I said and it. And the, the very next note that I have oh. is also a musical reference. Excellent. And it but is? finish what oh. you're going to say. Oh, no, no. I was just kind of just go down what, what happens with her phone yeah, call. Yeah, so... Yeah, Penny on the phone says, like, my dad brought home some records and you should come over and listen to him. And I was like, girl, please. Um, he just spent the whole day with you. Yeah, she, that's what I was he's thinking. Gonna take, he's going to take his brother fishing. And then yeah. my note is, night fishing deserves a quiet <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just thought that Penny is awful because seriously, they seriously did spend the whole day together. Mm-hmm. dancing school 
he brought her the book. And then, they read it. Then they got milkshakes. Then, yeah, and then they got milkshakes. Like, they've just done everything together. Oh, um, it has been established early, It had been established earlier. Oh, wait, does it get established now? It, I think it was established earlier that she thinks that fishing is awful. Like, I think at dancing school, yeah. When they're dancing, she because yeah. fishy fishes are like slippery and fishy. Yeah, it, she was like being really rude about how not gross. Not even good adjectives. No, not at all. She's not very bright. Um, so s- this part I quoted verbatim. Uh huh. Go on. She says to Wally, "I'm sure I can find someone who doesn't have to play nursemaid." To a grubby little infant and then hangs up on him. Yeah. She is rude. She's so rude. Also, she says to him at dancing school when she was like, I was just noticing your eyes. Yeah. She says to him like, I'm sure you have dates on every Saturday. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I take my brother fishing or whatever he says to her. Oh, that's yeah. That's when it came up. And so yeah. why would she assume that he didn't have a date with mm. another girl? Could oh, be. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she's awful. She's really, really awful. And I also put, shut your mouth. Wasn't she just making dreamy eyes at Wally when he said he takes his little brother fishing at dancing school because he's a kind man? He's very kind. Boy. He's a kind man boy. Hi, man. Um, Hi, men. <laughs> So um, then we uh, wait. She hangs up, and then he's kind of like mouthing off to her, not realizing that she's already hung up. That's the second time. Oh, is it the second time? Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry. Uh, this one is just I think cuts to he gets off the phone, and it's just like a new day. It's tomorrow. Right. It is the next day. Ward and June are hanging up the kids' clothes. Something like yep, that. Yep, and June's look for. Ding, 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 ding. Which is, ding, 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 another repeat <gasps> of not one, but two Whoa. episodes. It is pearls, arm candy, earrings, a button-up collared dress with a belted waist and a ribbon skirt. Still a nice buttery yellow in my brain. <laughs> and it was seen previously, episode seven, look two. And episode one, look five. Whoa. All right. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're actually fishing. We have a fish. We have Wait, gone I, I have more notes on, on them tidying Oh, yeah, up. that's right. We didn't even talk about what they're doing there. Yeah. Ward comments on June's hands. And right. I was like, first of all, I appreciate that he's attentive enough to notice the state of her hands, Mm -hmm. but come on, play less golf and do more of your own yard work or even more parenting and be less concerned about what her hands look like. Mm -hmm. She was paying very close detail to each blade of grass with that pair of scissors. Mm -hmm. And she was looking fine as hell doing it. Mm -hmm. In jeans. In jeans. Mm-hmm. Denim. <laughs> no, she says, uh, yeah, looks like Wally having a girlfriend is going to be rough on the whole family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I wish that she... She does stand up for herself to a certain extent. She, uh... 
doesn't let him get away with everything. But, like, she only takes it so far. Like, she'll set him in his right place, like, a little bit, but she won't, like, finish the job and be like, and another thing, you've got to do this, this and that, you know, instead of Mm -hmm. judging us, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think, too, and when we glazed over it, but earlier in the episode, they're hanging out by the front door, and she does this little sigh and is like, oh, Lord, I do think a girl has come between Wally and the beaver. Mm-hmm. And so that little line is like a harken back to to that. But yeah. anyway, now they're fishing. Right. Now they're fishing. Wally's just looking resentful and bitter. Um but he's silent about it. And the bee, yeah. I think, senses something's up and then prods him, which, like, just gets under right. his skin even more. Yeah, I just wrote bad blood that, you know, they are. Wally has not yet realized, like, oh, this girl was trouble anyway. I should be just done with that. You know, it's like. Yeah. I actually like I... fishing. Yeah. I, should I just think be... he makes a comment too about um he can't even call her if he wants to right because she's mad at him and right. i think the beef says like uh or maybe he says like we had a fight and the beef says like you hit her yeah he <laughs> seemed really psyched about that and i just laughed but that's not funny no 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 but i mean i don't think that beaver think you know sees things in the like domestic violence way Right. You know, because to him, kids shove each other around no matter what. Right, right. And uh, he got hit by Violet Rutherford. Violet Rutherford. (laughs) And um, I think in a different episode, um, ooh, maybe the previous episode when he had a crush, doesn't he like pull Judy's pigtail or her braid or something? Did he? I don't remember. um, yeah, I think she was going to ask a question uh, to get Miss Canfield to open the door. Oh, yeah. I think and you're right. he like pulls her pigtail so that she doesn't say anything. Yeah. Um, the only other thing for this scene that I have in my notes is he's like, Wally says, like, no girl's going to tell me what to do. And I uh-huh. was like, whoa, they're big britches. Right. I think that the message is a little confused because. Yeah. It's like, it's not a matter of like a girl telling you what to do. It's just like, you know, I don't like the way that she is coming between us and she needs to respect my boundaries and, you know, my family life. That's what it really is. Or also like, if you like me, you have to like all of me. And I like fishing. Right. Um, So back at home. In the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I think Ward comes. Oh, yeah. This is the part where Ward says to the beeve, like, hey, if you're going to catch fish. Oh, yeah. Don't uh, put them on the ice cubes because it makes the iced tea taste funny. Yeah. He's, no, he's just like, don't put the fish in the ice cubes. Um, he's just like, I'd hate to tell you what it did, what it does to iced tea. And he had like this. Something like, like that. Like made some like weird face. And I was like. Or drink iced tea that had fish, blech, blech, gross. Um, <laughs> and then Beaver asks Ward what he would do if Ward and June had a fight. And he's like, oh, you mean like last Thursday? Or like oh. something like that. Yeah, my yeah. notes say weird stuff about a fight last Thursday. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Not necessary. No. 
Um, and then Ward said he'd check into the. This is oh man, this made me so mad. He said that if he and June got into a fight, he'd said he'd check into the Y until June came to her senses. And then I just drew a little scowly face. And then he said, I'd apologize even though I was even probably, I was in, probably the right. in the right. And then I put go to hell, Ward. He can go play nine holes of golf in hell for the rest of eternity. Oh, my God. Even though I was probably in the right. OK, what do we know about June? And what do we know about Ward? She's um, usually right. She's, yes, she's a Jedi ninja warrior with parenting yeah she's a fierce fierce woman she's a snappy dresser very snappy dresser and she's just like better than ward oh that's all she has a catch yeah she's the best and always helping other people oh yeah uh yeah i just got like so mad at him and it was like it was stated as if it was correct. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing wrong with what he was saying. That really, really ticked me off. And I was just wondering, like, what was going on with, like, the writers of this episode? Yeah. Like, were they in like a... it's a kid's show from a kid's perspective. Yeah. Ugh. I just really hated that. Um, yeah. So then Ward goes downstairs. Yeah, and he's with June. And he says to June, uh, "Like, have I done something to make you mad?" And she's like, "Today? No, but last, last Thursday. Thursday." And she makes this fist, and my notes say, "Double, huh?" Yeah, right. And then I put in parentheses, "I kind of want to know that story." He murdered Minerva, <laughs> and that yeah. really ticked June. That off. really just made her mad. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, my phone just like keeps on buzzing. Stop buzzing. Um so yeah, that's kind of like a non scene. Just kind of putting a cap on the other thing. I don't yeah, the the only reason that I can see to have this scene is to have the next scene, which I also think is not necessary, but I do weird. enjoy a guest artist. Right. Or I mean a guest actor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the previous scene, like, Ward says, like, I'd get her a gift. Right. Uh, if he was, if if June and, if he and June right. had a fight. Something and, um, sentimental. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. yeah. He says, like, something expensive. And he's like, no, just something meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. So the Beeve takes a package to the novelty store and yes. has Miss Higgins right. wrap it. And he says sentimental or sentimental. 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 And maybe, and I was like, ah, oh, Beeve. Okay. So I'm going to point <laughs> them out. I know you're over it, but I'm going to point them out. Um, so uh, so Miss Higgins is played the best by. Kind of gift. Hold on one second. Miss Higgins is played by Louise Lewis. Louise, it's a Beaver, everybody. And uh, she is from, get ready for this, Council Skokie. Bluffs, Iowa. Stop! Council Bluffs? <laughs> <laughs> for those listening i hail originally from iowa is council bluffs anywhere near your hometown um in terms of the continental u.s of a yes it is close in terms well, of yeah, iowa, it's in iowa i don't think it's that close to where i live but it's not you know three hours away or anything like that i think it's probably about like 45 minutes away oh, okay oh that's not close. bad yeah yeah 
Um, oh, and by the way, the librarian is played by Barbara Dodd, who uh, is not from Iowa, probably. Uh, but she was in things as recently as last year. So, wow. yeah, she was on an episode of Modern Family. So, uh, yeah, she's she's doing stuff. Um, just saying. All right. So, yeah, we are at the the novelty store. I didn't realize that Beaver was just getting something wrapped. He wasn't buying something. Yeah, he just brought something in to get wrapped. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, I guess uh, another thing to go along with what you are saying earlier about Beaver is that he says, girls make me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think uh, Miss Higgins is like, oh, is it for a girl? And he's like, girls make me sick to my stomach. It's for yeah. my brother's girlfriend or whatever. Um, so then he starts poking he holes takes, in the box. Yeah, yeah. He like stabs the box and she was like, why would you do that? He's like, I got to breathe, says, doesn't it? Or something. I didn't write it down exactly. Yeah, what He's got to breathe, don't he? You got to breathe, Ugh. don't he? Uh, so cute. yeah. So, but um, also he violently stabs the box. I was, yeah, and I, I was, was like, like, no nervous. Yeah, I was right? nervous because I was calling it ahead of time. Like, oh, I knew. yeah. With the foreshadowing? Well, because Herbie is Chekhov's gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it in the first act. Yes. You gotta have it. Right. They're not going to show a pet and then just, like, completely ignore it. Why bother showing it when they, in the past, have just referenced it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um... And they do it twice. They do it once in each act. They do it in the first act, and then he says, "Um, I got friends. I got lots of friends, and takes them out and pets them again. Yeah. So um, then Wally and Penny are on the phone, and they make up. She's like, oh, I wasn't mad. Mm -hmm. It's like, ugh, please. And then she has to get off the phone because she hears the doorbell, and guess who it is? It's a good little fella. It's a good little fella, a little beef. Little Beav mm-hmm. given a gift, mm-hmm. and he says that it's from Wally. Yeah. Um, he also says that he's Wally's brother twice. Yeah, I think he's I remember like, that. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm I'm Beaver. I'm Wally's brother, and then he gives him the gift, and he says, "This is from Wally. He's my brother." Right. Like it's a weird. It's kind of like All the right. the triple dad from earlier. Yeah. I don't know. Um, triple dad double brother yeah so then uh she closes the door and he leaves and hears the like loud scream double scream double scream and i i just said poor herbie poor herbie poor herbie seriously that toad did nothing for to deserve any of this so um then penny calls wally and we just hear Penny like sped up cartoon voice. Yeah, Penny on the other end. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Yeah. Then but they, he doesn't need to resort to name calling. That's right. like so juvenile. He says she has a fish like a flounder. He has sorry, and she has a face like a flounder. Yeah. And then he hangs up. And although I liked the comedic device of the double take i wish that the content of it was different but he's already off the phone and he like looks back at the phone and he's like just like a flounder like to himself and i i enjoy that comedically but 
then I I don't I want the it's the mean. content of it to be different. Yeah. 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 Because um, the thing is, is she's a good looking girl. Yeah, and I mean, who else is he gonna dance with at dancing school? Anybody else? The Beaver. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> maybe he's got a taste for Apple. Um, so Beaver apologizes, mm-hmm. and but like Wally's like, it's okay. You know, she was poison. <laughs> yeah, that girl's and poison. He's like, um, he says see that he's um he's sorry about Herbie. And he's like, I bet it really scared her. And then he's like, it must have scared Herbie. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and I then just, the beef. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I just wrote, what a weekend. <laughs> um, and then the beef says, like, that's okay. I can always get another toad. Yeah, I didn't and like that. Wally says, I guess I can always get another girl. And like I'm that. torn. I'm really torn. Because I don't want Wally to think about girls like objects, like I'll like just get toads. another one. Like toads. But I also don't believe in like finding your life partner at 13. Yeah. So I'm like, well, of course you're going to find another girl. Yeah. But like, yeah. I also didn't like when he said I can always get another toad. Because yeah. what happened to learning the lessons of responsibility? That's true. And I mean, okay, to the listeners out there, Louise and I, we don't have dogs. We live with dogs. We Dogs are mm. parts of our lives. We have, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they are, they to us are not things to own and to have. They are companions. Right. Yeah. Like, for instance, when people come to my house and my dog greets them at the door and they give me looks like, aren't you going to pull him away or put him in the bedroom and shut the door while I'm here? I like look at them with the fire of a thousand suns like this is my (laughs) dog's house. Yeah. And you are a visitor. Yeah, it's true. And if you don't like him, you are welcome to leave. Yeah. No, absolutely. So... And the thing is, my dog doesn't walk all over me. Like, he's a good dog. It's just, I love him as an equal. My dog walks all over me. And ever since the baby came, she's been like, she hasn't been on her best behavior. But I always remind her how much I love her and how important she is to this family. And I never think of her as being just a dog. Right. You know? Also, that's a really hard transition for somebody who can't reason. Uh, absolutely. Although Daisy has been getting much better at being uh, okay with the baby ever since the kids started eating solid food and dropped stuff on the mm. floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, da- you could tell that Daisy is like, I'm okay with this kid. We cool. We cool. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, things are good around here. <laughs> um, okay, that is that. Thus concludes uh, Wally's girl trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Man, so much of this. G gollies. Let's do G gollies. What do you What okay. do you think? I gave this episode a four out of five. G gollies. Four out of five. Yes. You are a more generous person than I. I'm giving it 2.5. On 2. this 5. episode. 
Whoa. Yeah. It started strong. I really liked June in this episode. I thought that the way that Beaver treats his animals is unacceptable. The way that Ward thinks about his relationship is unacceptable. The way that Wally and Penny act around each other is, I, I mean, I get it. They're young. They, this is his first time dealing with a situation like this, but I, it's the way, the way that he let her of all people get in between himself and his brother made me really upset. Um, she was nothing but mean to him. Granted, we don't know what their conversations were right. in between reading the book and drinking the milkshake or whatever, but she did not respect his time. She did not respect his family. And But she did call back and say, like, your brother's not a grubby little infant. I'm sorry I said that. She called back and, and apologized. Did she call back? Mm-hmm. That was, she called back? I know that yeah. she apologized, but I couldn't remember if that was when he, because didn't he call her at one point when uh, oh, I she, she was called... like, I wasn't mad at you. Hmm. I don't know I, who called who. Now, you know what? I think, I think that it probably it. just started and they were like on the phone with each on other. On the phone. Yeah. Okay. So we won't know that. But like, I wasn't mad at you. And I'm sorry about what I said about your brother. Like, it's... Th- it's not the fact that she apologized for saying it. It's the fact that she said it without thinking in the first place. That really oh. bugged me. Side note. Mm-hmm. How are we such good friends? I feel like I never think before speaking. Ever. <laughs> like it just comes out. <laughs> right. But and it's, then I'm like, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. No, but it's it's also like, that's that's... What that's herself unfiltered. That those are her true feelings. That is mm. what she, it's not that she's speaking and you know not thinking about what she's saying as much as it is just like what she's saying is exactly what she's feeling. What and she's it's feeling me- and it's mm. mean. Mm-hmm. It's very mean. I don't like it. Yeah, not okay with it. But. Well, I'll tell you why I rated it so high. Uh-huh. Any episode without Eddie Haskell oh. <laughs> getting to be A-OK in my book. You know what? You have a good um, point. I give it three G-gollies. <laughs> you, you went up from 2.5 to 3? Yeah, I give it that extra half of a G-golly uh, because, man, Eddie Haskell. Ugh, that kid. That kid. Um, and I love a good guest star. And there yeah. was Miss Higgins, and there was the librarian, librarian. and there were the three uh, T-Birds in the library, <laughs> the men. Um, the and there was, there was um, Penny. So, like, I like a good guest star. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. It and was nice to see fresh faces. June's pants. I mean, you have no idea how thrilled I was. I was thrilled. That is that is quite a moment. I mean, certainly not the first time a woman has worn pants on television, but for June Cleaver, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. 
Yeah. Jeans, no less. Yeah, cuffed. <laughs> oh, loving it. Um, I also, as much as I like want Wally and Beaver to be best, best friends forever, best brothers forever, uh-huh. being an only child, like, I don't know what it's like to have to have somebody around all the time. And I mm-hmm. see things like when he's trying to schlep him off at the library and he's like, you know, I'm bigger and you're small. Right. I was thinking kind of I was like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's a teenager. He's 13. Yeah. He's like soup. Soup's a great brother for even still being cool sharing a a bunk bed right their age difference is not small yeah like there was there was a long time when it was just wally yeah Mm -hmm. and so that that part of it like six years yeah yeah so there's that and yeah I still I stand by four out of five. Although okay. I do agree, I do agree with all the points you're making. Like, gross. Like Ward made me really mad, and I got to go back and look at that bell. It's there, dude. Ugh. It is there. Ugh. Ugh. I know. That's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I uh, we are fired up. I want to know. We hope you are too. I want to know what our listeners are thinking. You can share your thoughts with us by going to louisetobeaver.com. You can leave comments in the uh, in each episode. Uh, you can email us, louisetobeaver at gmail.com, and uh, we'll discuss your email on the episode after this one, <laughs> the next episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been so much fun. Um, yeah. if you, if you like this thing that Louise and I have going on, you like the way that our voices sound together, you like our back and forth, listen to our other show. I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. It's a proven success. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, it is a podcast. No, it is the podcast where we talk about all the great ideas that we have that we're never going to do. Um, you've all had them. You know what we're yeah. talking about. This, Share them with us. This podcast that we're doing now is an anomaly. It is a spinoff of that show because, and it's also a spinoff of my dreams because it came to me in a dream. Uh, <laughs> and I said, hey, that's a great idea, but let's do it. Let's do it. And, we, and here we are. Um, on our 11th episode, Leave It to Beaver's 10th aired episode plus the unaired pilot. Um. Yeah. Uh, any if you fun- like the show, tell people that you think might like it. Um, your parents, your aunts and uncles, people alive during syndication well, of the show the first time. <laughs> here's a here's a more important one. Rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars and uh, and leave us a review because. If if that gets if the algorithm of like iTunes and everything registers that people are liking it, it will make us pop up on the home pages and it'll show up on like the what's hot stuff. And uh, 
it'll raise it would really a, help us out but it'll, it'll it'll also raise awareness of leave it to beaver it'll get people yeah. talking about the 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 mayfield crew just saying just saying just saying um but yeah this is so much fun i love doing it yeah we're gonna queue up the next episode yeah with the teaser yeah and it is called the beaver's short pants to a boy his father often seems stern and forbidding he might even be unfair enough to make you rake the lawn when you wanted to play ball. But once in a while, you're surprised to learn he's actually on your side. And that's our story next time on Louise It to Beaver.